We play and call it work. Wargamer Dave here from MiniWargaming.com. Welcome, Wargamers, to the Shrine of Chaos. As you can see, very special guest with me today. This is Winters SEO. For those of Hi, you Dave. who don't know Winters, he creates epic battle reports. He makes narrative campaign type content, which is very similar to what we make, which is awesome because we're speaking the same language of gaming, and it is wonderful. So, Winters, welcome. How are you? Thank you. Thank you so much for having me on here. I'm geeking out right now. It's Mini Wargaming Dave, people. I'm fine. How are you? Everything's fine here. We're fine. How are you? Fine. <laughs> Everything is great. Everything is awesome. And you know what? This is good. First and foremost, thank you very much for coming on to the show. I know you're a busy man with all the uh, content that you're producing because you are you. By that, I mean, like, you are your team. It is just you, right? So On Winter's SEO, it's just me, but I've got, you know, like you've got the vault, we've got deployment zone, and in deployment zone, it's me and Liam. So um, it's really difficult to try and monetize this hobby. It's great if you're a, like a gamer doing Fortnite or Warzone or something. I guess you get a few million people, but you guys know how hard it is. You, you built your company from the ground up, right, with the vault already locked in ready to go you blaze the trail so um we, yeah i we have deployment zone as well which this year fortunately enough just this year managed to get me out of the factory after 20 years in the factory i'm finally out so yeah winter's seo been going for six years deployment zone for three years and it, it's it's got me out so i want to thank all the, um, the dz subscribers who are watching that you're awesome and go and subscribe to the vault if you're not already in the vault because these guys blaze the trail you're the icebreaker dave you're breaking ice you're awesome <laughs> well thank you very much for all the kind words and i must throw it back your way because first off congratulations for making the plunge and doing it full time that's awesome and check out all of winter's content his youtube channel there's also a link to your deployment zone and your patreon as well but if you had to choose between the two Deployment zone sounds like it would be the way to go to support you the best way. What that's else? the best way to support me. And that's where all the narrative campaigns are. I did a couple of narrative campaigns on YouTube, but the YouTube audience, it, it, yeah, I've done a couple of them on YouTube, but um, uh, they, they don't didn't get as many views as just normal battle reports because mm. I guess people are just clicking and wanting to see one thing. Right. But in the deployments, and like in the vault with you guys, you've got your whole campaign in there. Yep. These are people who really, really love you more than they love cookies and ice cream. They love you and they want to get the whole of the Expendables campaign and they click on the vault and they watch it all the way through and watch you torture Steve and Josh. <laughs> that, that's, that's the way to do it, right? Uh, <laughs> you win the hearts of the viewers by torturing the people you love most. And yeah, yeah. I, I like it. So, Steve likes a bit of torture, though, doesn't he? he? He does like it. I think he does. And I also think mm. he loves it when people wish him a happy birthday. There's also that, too. So, uh, you Is know, it his birthday, though? It's, well, it's always his birthday. It's always his birthday. Yeah. yeah. So if, you know, if people were to all of a sudden, just out of nowhere, email Steve at miniwargaming.com and wish him a happy birthday, that's something he would very much enjoy. So, yeah. Uh, I, yeah. I just throw that out there into the universe, you know, because it's a fun thing to throw out there. But uh, I've written a note. 
I'll, uh, I'll email him after this. Excellent. All right. So a couple things uh, in terms of uh, uh, bookkeeping. You may, yes. have, you may have noticed, everyone, that there is uh, with uh, Winters. You guys know that uh, I'm talking to Winters today. But uh, in addition to that, something epic as well is the fact that there is a Warlord Titan raffle happening right now. It's a charity raffle, and it's by Nova Open. There is a link in this post that you're watching right now. It's the first link. So we encourage you to click on that and purchase a ticket for the raffle. Because everything, like, you may win. If you don't win, you still donate to charity. And it's it's a fantastic way of, of giving right now. I think it's great. Because either way, you win either way. Uh, you win big in one way. And, and then you also could win big by winning the Warlord Titan. Did you see what I did there? Yeah. Yeah. Literally big, really big. Yeah. Those things weigh so much, like 10 kilos or something. They do. They do uh, uh, weigh quite a bit. Um, So, but yeah, so uh, I'll actually also provide a link for you guys here just to show you. This is what the Warlord Titan looks like. Uh, I've never it's done. It's not the mini one from the epic one, is it? It's not Adeptus Titanicus. It's the Warlord Titan. That's the Warlord Titan. Yes. The um, one thousand five hundred pound, ten kilo, toughness nine. It's got ninety wounds. Some, something crazy like that. Uh, I mean, it might, might have changed with the recent book, but I mean something like that. So I provided links there in the live chat, and there's also a link here in the post afterwards if you're watching to that specifically. There's just over a week left for the raffle. So I encourage you guys to contribute to that for a fantastic cause, as you can see there on the page, exactly what the donation dollars go to. Do you guys want a two-up save, 120 wound, toughness nine killing machine? (laughs) Then, to, then get to the 120 wounds. That's ridiculous. Yes. With eight void shields as well. Then get a raffle ticket and give, give, give. And then you could get this thing. Might that Titan behind me, the Reaver, that was a month putting that together and painting that. So if you do get the Warlord, put aside a couple of months. <laughs> That's right. Now, this this Warlord is already painted. Um, so is it? It's, it's even better. Yes. Yes. Uh, right. I'm subscri- what, what, I'm going to click on the link. Get a couple of tickets. Let me write that down as well. And uh, Bellicose Volcano Cannon, strength twenty, damage twelve, heavy three d three. It could have two of them, so that's six d three, strength twenty minus five, twelve damage. Dang. It's nuts. Yeah, that's nuts. That's just... It's only 5,500 points, though. So. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. So uh, we'll, we'll mention that again, guys, at the end of the, uh, the discussion here. So I want to just jump right because this is literally the first time that I've spoken with you face-to-face via uh, warp internet energy technology. And uh, yeah. yeah, so we've messaged each other in the past a few times. And for those of you who haven't yeah. seen the Life of a Wargamer crossover where... Winter sent me some possessed chaos dice. Check that out. That was yeah, fun. That was brilliant. But, but this is the first time we're talking face to face. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I got to ask you, what? You're how long have you been in the hobby? How long have I been in the? I've been in the hobby before the hobby was the hobby. 
I'm 47. I'm I'm old. I'm like really old. My knee is beginning to go a little bit now, honestly. Um, so. <laughs> <laughs> well, you look good. Um, you look good for your age. Yeah. Oh, I never you. would have guessed. You, though, Dave. Wouldn't have guessed 47. No. Yeah. You've got the goatee thing going on and everything. That's really good. Do you, is there any dye in there? No or dye. Those white bits. You can see a little bit yeah, of white. That's all through. natural. And uh, yeah. it's funny because I'm half half Asian, half Caucasian. So it's like literally half of it. Like you could, this half is white, this half. Yeah. This is the Asian side because my mom, she doesn't have any gray hair and she's over 70. 70 and right. my dad's all gray. So it's like. <laughs> <laughs> all the way down the middle, like Two-Face. That's cool. Yeah. yeah. Um, Nine, I get asked this question. 1984, I was floating around a two toy store. It was the 80s. It was a Cold War. There was an Iron Curtain. Do you remember Judge Dredd, 2000 AD? Bright orange mm-hmm. stuff and yellow stuff. Flocks of seagulls, mullet. The first job I ever had, actually, was in like this <laughs> hardware store. And I grew a mullet. And they told me, stop growing the mullet or we'll sack you. I'm like, you can't sack me for a haircut. No, screw the man. So I kept growing my mullet and they sacked me because I had a mullet. <laughs> but I would have sacked me too. I was like 16. Anyway, so yeah. Different um, world. Before then, born in 73. So I was 11. And I remember floating around a toy store and seeing little lead miniatures. Mm-hmm. So I bought the lead miniatures because you're like 11. And so you buy them, they're toys. And there was White Dwarf and White Dwarf put in, there was White Dwarf and there was Citadel miniatures and there were other game systems. There was Call of Cthulhu. There was loads of, it was in the 80s, there was a lot of creative stuff coming out. And then that uh, there was Warhammer Fantasy Roleplay, did quite a bit of that, Death on the Reich. Um, and got involved in the miniature side of things then and then um 40k came out in 85 86 a year or two later so i was in the hobby back before 40k was 40k you know what they called warhammer 40k rogue trader because of the rogue trooper game that games workshop released hmm. did you know that i did not know that no so there's a in 2000 ad there was a um character called rogue trooper and he was a genetically engineered super soldier who survived a drop site massacre. Really? And, <laughs> but of course, 2000, yeah, that's, you know, Warhammer 40K is all, it's their own IP. They didn't copy anything. Anyway, in 2000 AD, genetically engineered super soldier survives this drop site massacre. And the Games Workshop made a game about it, a board game called Rogue Trooper, which I got and I played. And Warhammer 40k was originally going to be called Rogue Trader, and that's it. There wasn't going to be any War, uh, Warhammer 40k Evolve in it at all. But because Rogue Trooper came out, they changed the name to Warhammer 4000 Rogue Trader. 4000? And then Warhammer 4000 wasn't far enough into the future. So about six months before they launched, they added another zero on the end, make it Warhammer 40k. Interesting. Uh, Rogue and that, that's how that came about. But if it wasn't for Rogue Trooper, the game would have just been called Rogue Trader. Huh. Because it was more like a role-playing. It was with miniatures, but it was like an RPG with miniatures back then. It wasn't really about... Yeah, so back then, that's how I got into the hobby. Hi, hi, Dave. How did you get into the hobby? Was it, Lord, it was Lord of the Rings, wasn't it? It was. Matt got you in. You're absolutely Matt. correct. Yes, that is yeah. right. Yeah. He, uh, he called me up one day. Dave, you want to play Lord of the Rings? Sure. What's Lord of the Rings? Uh, that's a miniatures game. Oh, okay, cool. So we played uh, like on coffee table, used the little candlesticks as terrain pieces, and had fun. I was Forces of Darkness, of course. 
Uh, yeah, cool. Got my butt kicked because they're not as good as the heroes and the <laughs> forces of light. Uh, but it was a lot of fun. Yeah, that's how I got into it. And back then, it was uh, my impression of Warhammer 40,000 was oh, Space Nuns. Yeah, I don't want to play that one. That's what yeah. I was. That's what I thought, right? And I was just like, uh, not. It doesn't draw me in the same way as uh, oh, look at all these orcs and goblins and trolls and like it was cool. It was fun in my mind. Uh, and that's when we had our gaming store and club, and we were thinking, you know, how do we, you know, 40k is the most popular game. It looks like we're gonna have to get into it if we want this to actually be something <laughs> we can continue. Oh, okay, all yeah. right, fine, all right, we'll get into it. And so, yeah. So I guess I'll have to play Warhammer 40k. Yeah, pull my arm. And then, yeah, yeah. And then chaos it was for you, and then the rest is history. Chaos was, and I never played Lord of the Rings again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Once chaos took over, I mean that's that's yeah. it. Yeah. So okay, mm. so what armies? What are you like? You you are definitely the what is it? The fists. It's the it's crimson. Is that right? Am I am I right? No. I have my own you have your own chapter of the 13th. What are they called, though? Just the 13th? The 13th. Okay, that's what it was. You did tell me that in the past. I just forgot it because I, yeah. I got a bad memory. Uh, the 13th founding chapter, there's no gene seed for it in the Adeptus Terror. They were all wiped out. It was during the Age of Blood, Van Deer's Age of Blood. So there was a, a, a founding, mm -hmm. um, 4,000 years, 36 um, M36, a massive founding during the Civil War where the Ecclesiarchy was fighting the Administratum. In this huge civil war, the the biggest amount of blood, the age of blood was the biggest civil war in the Imperium since the Horus Heresy. And there was the 13th founding and they've all been wiped out, allegedly. And so my space Marines are the remnants, the bits and pieces from the 13th founding. That's how they started. But they used to then over time, they take on all heretics and renegades and other things from other factions. And now we're good because Gulliman came back and said, all is forgiven. And so I've decided to be good. <laughs> he, uh, That's how I started the 13th. But I've got lots of different armies now because I have a YouTube channel. I dropped a thing. <laughs> I got the thing. So, I mean, that's that's cool. I love it. That that sounds like it's something that is official canon, uh, even though you I made it up. <laughs> I, mean, that's, I wish it was official canon. That's super cool. But, the that, official canon is the thirteenth founding. The thirteenth founding is official. Van Dyer's Age of Blood, all that. The Aposti. That's when the sisters. Sisters. You know, when the, the yeah, that's when the Imperium said no man uh, in the Ecclesiarchy, no man can now bear a weapon. So that they got round it by giving all the weapons to the girls. Right, <laughs> but then they killed them. Right. Spoiler uh, alert. Spoiler alert. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, Van Dyer or... himself went to the Emperor's throne room, yeah, and spoke to the Emperor, and then the sisters that have fought all across the galaxy with him, yeah. Now, what did what did he see? What did he do? What was so heinous that they killed him? Well, it's big fight, whole galaxy, finally get to Terra, finally conquer Terra, say, let me in front of the Emperor, and the Custodia said, okay, you can come and see the Emperor. You and the two, your two head canonesses, come and see the Emperor. Shut the doors. He went inside. Then they let him back out. The Custodians walked out with him with the two girls and Van Dyer, and the two girls executed him. Bam! Shot him. Killed him. And then that was it. Just done. And that was the age of the Civil War. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, Umbra. No one. Yes. 
No one knows what was said. A bit like when Gulliman went in there after the Great Rift. No one knows what was said. Yeah. Something was said. Some Definitely something was said. Uh, so I have a message here from Umbra Mortis. They, yes. they say, please tell Winters he is amazing and I'm a loyal subscriber. Plus, when he faces Valric, he will batter him down with the Reclaimers <laughs> of Dorne. I, I definitely will batter. Valric has played one game. You know Chapter Master Valric. I, I did, yes. He's a, a hobbyist and, da, 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 and he's, he played one game of Warhammer 40k. One game and he won. So now he thinks he's undefeated, which technically he is. <laughs> technically but... is, you're right. <laughs> I've messaged him. Um, I've never, not yeah. like this, not yet. Um, well, I've done a couple of uh, cross-collabed with SN Battle Reports, with uh, Hellstorm Wargaming, with, uh, they're going to kill me, with Mordian Glory recently. I've got Broadsword Wargaming in January. Did lots of collabs. Mm -hmm. Valrak, though, is bigger than me, big guy. So we want to do it in a public base and sell we, Element War Games in the UK, which is the largest private retailer in the UK. We want to go there because they can fit 100 people in the hall, mm. sell tickets for it and give the money to charity awesome. and have some giveaways and things like that. So we, it would be great if we had a, like a Royal Rumble where we came out to music with boxing gloves on and winters <laughs> versus well. We want to make a thing of it and obviously film it as well, rather than just be stuck inside a studio somewhere and banter backwards and forwards. Because um, if it's the two of us, I'm sure we could, we can raise a couple hundred pounds for charity there. So I think you could raise more than that. I think that, yeah, you would raise more than that. I believe a lot more than well, that. I, so. I, I think that's being uh, quite modest. I think uh, are you only selling a hundred tickets? It's only is it oh because of I capacity, it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah, capacity in the room. Um, yeah, I think it's around about a hundred, so it'd be about a hundred tickets. What's the date? Is there a date set yet? We haven't got a date yet because the UK, because we were in a lockdown. Now we're in a lockdown again. Yes, and then after yeah. the lockdown, it's going to go to tears again. And I don't know if you know, but the south of England is it's a bit you know like in North America. The country below you is plague-ridden, but you're okay. In yeah. England, it's the other way around. The southern bit of England isn't plague-ridden, but the north is. Yeah. I don't mean to laugh, but city. it sounded funny. Uh, yeah. There's big cities up there like Manchester, Leicester, Liverpool. They're all the big cities that are quite close together. And down south, it's all a bit spread out except for London. So, yeah, we're, we want to do it as soon as we can. Yeah. The lockdown and the thing and the stuff and the things and the... Might happen you know, in between so lockdowns. Stuff that we could do. Yeah, well, that make, that makes sense. And good luck, absolutely good luck with that. I was going to say, if if you, depending on when it is, if you waited until like the weather was nicer, if you did it outside, you might be able to draw more people because there's no room capacity. Uh, Where could we do it outside? In a parking lot of a gaming club store that has a large do it in parking lot. Uh, yeah, I was also going to say if you live streamed, I'm not sure if you plan on live streaming it, but if you did, that would get a lot of viewers as well. Yeah, and that could be like super chat donation charity. Oh, that's true. Yeah, we should yeah. definitely do that. I need to write that down as well. Where's my thing? <laughs> I love no, it. But that's a really good idea because we could live stream it because there's um, there are obviously subscribers and followers of both channels. There'll be someone out there who's a technical genius who'll be able to set it up for up for us because I can't. And Varak's kit is all in it. I don't know how mobile Varak is. Um, I do know he'll lose horribly and go home crying, though. But, yeah, we could live stream it. See, the thing is, though, you live stream somewhere in Canada, like in your parking lot, 
-hmm. in the middle of summer is fine because your summers are glorious and long and it doesn't rain. Summer in the UK, you could pick it for the middle of July or something and it could rain. It could rain any time here. Any, it rains. It rains a lot. Dave, you've been here. You know how much it rains. So you came here. Yeah, it was raining when I was there. That's, that's, there uh, you go. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was just happenstance. Oh, it's a good idea. Okay. Well, here, okay. To, to make it even more, what if it happened? Right. What, what, what if it happened at Warhammer World and you guys live streamed it on the GW stream? Um, would they do that? Though? Yes. I believe they would. I believe that they would. But we could, okay, but we could do that, but we can't exactly hire out the whole hall because it's a private space and people go there from all around the world. But they probably could do it outside. They probably, they probably could. probably could, but again, outside, rain, UK, it could be. Mike Percival, you're awesome. Uh, he, he it's just, a good idea. Yeah, that, that's think... a possibility. I don't know. Anything is, no, I believe anything is possible. Yeah. Yeah. Should live stream from. You've given me ideas now, Dave. Because you know it's what? Good. There's actually here's the thing with that because it's like the opposite end. You could probably fit about that many people in their gaming hall, but the yeah. live stream, if it was done on GW, it would undoubtedly uh, attract probably the most amount of viewers that it could. Right. If they did it on their channel. Yes. Yeah. Uh, now, that being said, if you and Valric did it on your own, you would still draw a lot because you guys are big. But if GW did it, they're the only ones who are bigger than you who would draw more. Yeah. 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 But their live stream is only on Twitch, right? Uh, yes. However, I've seen the amount of viewers yeah. that their live streams get, especially their like new release uh, guess what's new coming out? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, by the way, ninth edition. Yeah, that one got like what was it like seventy thousand viewers or something? Like yeah. live viewers. Yeah, I think it might have been more than that. Like it was just a ridiculous amount of viewers, which I'm, I yeah. was happy and shocked to see because it just shows the potential in our community in our industry. Yeah, what could be drawn from it? I don't know. And it's interesting, isn't it? Because before eighth edition, they didn't have anything they didn't have a youtube they didn't have a twitch they didn't have anything right to go from absolutely nothing to that shows yeah the the potential in our community the audience out there that's interested in it they do it professionally as well games workshop which they should but it's <laughs> they do you know have you seen the james workshop dude it's funny I, I like their imperial guard stuff their um what is it the infantryman's primer they do lots of funny bits of content here or there very professional content here or there it's good to see that they've gone from zero to hero very very quickly but i was thinking for streaming it it's probably better to stick it on youtube because most of the record battle report audience is on youtube right so we could varak could stream it and i could stream it we could both stream it yeah. Um, I don't so, know. Anyway, that's it's an idea. I'll talk to him as well. Give him a chat. See what they say. <laughs> so, okay. I, I just got an idea. This is unrelated to that. Uh, uh, so I didn't tell you that I was going to do this beforehand before we started okay. the stream. And uh, I, I'm just going to say it now. The idea literally just popped in my brain. And this is a thank you to you for contributing what you've done 
to the community over the years that you have been creating content and battle reports. So I am opening up the super chat comments, every single super chat comment that this live stream now gets will go to you because it is just a way of saying thank you to you because you've done so much for the community. You absolutely have your influence of your battle reports and the stories that you've told. That's it. Just our way of saying thank you. So I may not get you, read your comment as it comes in from the super chat, uh, but I'll do my best. And these are comments for you right now. It's just going to open up and, uh, and that's it. Oh, Dave. Dave. Thanks. Didn't have to mucker. I me. Okay. And Please. no, I'm just a dude talking to a dude about <laughs> dude stuff. <laughs> All right. Centristus. Thank you. Centristus. Thank you. Uh, yeah, that's the first super chat that popped in. Awesome. And you, okay. And I'm just going to read the comments too. Cause, uh, okay. So any comments that you have for Winters, write them now because I am specifically going to read those to Winters. I think Valric will use will lose. Okay. Yes, he will. Andrew, Yellow. Andrew Christopher, Winters, you're amazing. Never stop being you. You are my hero. You're a hero to many. DZTV forever. Thank you, bud. I'm not Dave's sure. my hero. You're very kind, but it's going to go back to you. All right. So thank you, Winters. We love you. And as someone else who battles. With depression, watching your journey helps with my own. You're an inspiration to us one and all. And I absolutely Thank agree. You, Stay strong. Stay very strong. I'll put a video up. Um, every I don't vlog, but every year, it's been six years of Winter's SEO. Every year I put a summary video of what the last year was like. And this year I put a video up in August, July, August, August. Um, of the last year. The last year was particularly tough for me due to lots of problems in the workplace. So I just mentioned it. I was talking to people about depression and telling them to go and talk to someone, find someone, talk to someone. If you think you need, to, anyone watching now, if you're struggling with anxiety, depression, um, stress, and you think you might need to talk to someone, but you're not really talking to someone, if you, that's the trigger. If you think you need to talk to someone, talk to someone. Um, because you do, because people who aren't suffering don't need to talk to anyone and don't think they need to talk to anyone. So if you think you might do, mm -hmm. you do talk to someone, take it very, very, very seriously. Cause I didn't, I didn't talk to anyone. I just kept going and going and going and going and going through all the workplace stress that I was having. Mm -hmm. And it really caught up with me this year. So I made a video about that, explaining that to people, just trying to be honest about everything that happens in my life every year. Mm -hmm. And it's got a lot of traction and I got a lot of thanks from it, but I could hardly make a video telling people to talk to other people without talking about my problem. Right. So <laughs> I just did. I just blabbed. Makes and, sense. And um, I'm pleased that that video, the idea was as well, hopefully that video would just help one or two people out there. It's helped many, many got, people. I've got quite a few comments. So I, hopefully it's definitely helped more than one person out there. And if it has, then good, then good. Because uh, particularly us men, right? We don't take our mental health very seriously. We just soldier on. But you need to 
you need you need to talk you need to get it out there you need to help each other you need to support each other because if you don't who will right when when did you release the video it was in august august this year um on the anniversary of my thing why are you looking for it no no i was just trying to remember the the timeline uh, August this year it was, it was shortly before it was a couple of months before me and you started communicating and started uh, chatting to each other you just hit me up one day for some reason and asked me about something and I forget what it was and I dropped the phone I remember dropping it's Dave I remember dropping the phone and you, now we're now we're talking you're making me blush uh, you're making me blush Dave uh okay Loner in a crowd says, Winters, thank you so much for all your content. Always fun and great armies on display. Also, you video on depression really helped me. Stay safe. Thank you. And then Matt Wells says, Winters is the best from DZTV Hofspring. Thank you. Nathan Marcano says, Winters, do you think there will be new noise marine soon? Sincerely, an Empress Children player. Hmm. Do I think there'd be no... Hmm, what do you think, Dave? Um, they not, did the Death Guard, right? The I, Death Guard are done. The answer is yes, but not before Corn Berserkers. That's my response. Yeah. You can see what they've done with the Space Marine Codex and all the factions. Clearly, they're going to do that with Chaos, whether they do that now or whether it... Yeah. Corn Berserkers is an easy one they could do. The sculpts, the plastic sprues are so old and so Yankee. Corn Berserkers need a new sprue. 100%. The Blood Warriors, I use those as Corn Berserkers because they are leagues better looking. Yeah. Yeah. Josh Aguirre says this, Your video about mental health saved me. I was going through an almost identical problem and was very nearly near the end of my rope. Thank you from the bottom of my heart, Winters. Josh. Well, I'm glad we got some help. Just... Thank you. I'm glad you got some help and I'm sorry that you had to go through what you went through and I know you'll still be going through it now. So stay strong. Keep talking. Uh, exercise. I found yes. that was <laughs> true. Very true. When you're, when you, when you've got crippling depression, you don't want to do anything. You don't want to talk about anything. And the last thing you want to do is exercise. Sometimes you can't even get up in the morning, mm -hmm. but honestly, getting those endorphins going, um, is this it, is the difference between night and day. So that's one of the, and I'm really bad at it now. I know you work out and I know you look after yourself and I know your body is a chaos temple, but, uh, all, that's I'm still trying almost all lies what you just said, but, uh, well, except for the fact, the factual fact that I do exercise. Yes, that is correct. Yeah, your body is a chaos temple. <laughs> but thank you for saying that. I, I would lie. I would lie if I said I don't like hearing that. But I, I can't. I can't. Ex okay, please continue. It needs a purging. That's what I mean. It it's a, a chaos temple. It needs a purging, Dave. Uh, the possession. Uh, Frederick Ernston says this to you. Thank you for your message of mental health, Winters. Uh, and Bugs says this, love you, Winters. How's the Tau Army going? Love your battle reps. Right. So the Tau Army, Dave, have you tried to use the app, the Warhammer app? I have, yes. Have you tried to run a whole army using the app? No. 
No, it's impossible because the mm. app is, it's got a few issues. I now have a Tau army. I'm terribly sorry, Dave. <laughs> I've tried. I'm sorry. It's Tau. But what I'm trying to do is have different, I can't just play Space Marines all the time. I've got loads of different armies now. And I got the Tau in the end. I've played them once, Dave. Forgive me, it was once. And I did it by mistake using the app. Okay. <laughs> So they're unplayable. So do I now go out and uh, buy a Tau Codex so I can play with them? Or do I wait until... So the Tau Codex might come out in four months' time and then I buy a Codex and... Yeah. So how is the Tau going? They're going horribly. I'm not playing them right now. So Dave, it's fine. That That's very good news. No, I I appreciate the fact that you gave me that update. That's uh, That's good news for everybody, I think. You've played Tau twice. So technically you've played Tau twice as many times as I've played Tau. That is a memory that I may have purged. Speaking of purging from body and soul. Um, I thought both of the battle reports were glorious. I liked the more sarcastic one that you kind of tried to... Okay, that one was a bit too bad. Yeah. People got upset. Let's play it seriously. No, no, no. The more sarcastic, that was gold. Uh, that was comedy gold. Yes, I did have to... I took that down. That was... Uh, you know the lightsaber on every YouTube video? Yeah. That was yeah. uh, opposite lightsaber. That was very bad. Uh, but <laughs> it was funny though. It was it, so funny. I mean, I agree, but uh, you know, here's the thing though. Corn is honorable, right? Fights right. fights honorably. If he says he's gonna do something, then he he does it. If he says he's gonna play Tau and try to win, then that's what one must do in order to uh, honor the corn in him, which is what I did. Um, so ultimately corn won, which I'm okay with. And that's how I'm justifying it in my brain. <laughs> <laughs> and is corn honorable? Really? Well, uh, kill that and off they go and kill it. Yes. Utterly slaughter. It. Is that honorable? Well, corn doesn't just sit back and fire at the enemy. Corn is face to face with the enemy and would rather see the enemy killed that way as opposed to not seeing them looking into their eyes. So right. ah, yeah. that's what I feel. But when I They wouldn't corn. press a button and watch something die from 100 miles away, would they? That's no. not the corn way. No, they would definitely angron their way to the surface of the planet first without listening to anyone else. That's what they would but do. If corn wants to kill you, then corn is going to do everything it can to kill you and let the blood flow, right? Mm-hmm. So you've got corn army here. You've got the thingy army there. Corn definitely... Wouldn't corn do everything it could, including fight dirty, which isn't honorable? Everything it could to make the blood flow. Would corn fight it's dirty? Us. See, I, I see Zinch is fighting dirty because Zinch is tricky. Right. But corn is like, all right, now it's time to betray you. And then they just proceed to slaughter you. So is that fighting okay. dirty? It's like in your face. There's no no hiding. Is that fighting dirty? Where? Yeah, okay. Then that's a good counter to my question. Okay, here's another Okay, another way of thinking that. Because I'm not... I, I might agree with you that corn is honorable, but here's another question then. If Khan the Betrayer mm. was fighting Loken or whoever, another hero, would Khan fight clean? Khan would just go ham, wouldn't he? He would... 
go nuts. Yes. Uh, see, that's interesting because Karn fights with a different set of rules, and I think he right. would he would be true to the rules that he sets, which is not the same rules that anyone else sets. So he would be true and honorable to himself, fighting using his own code of ethics. And I believe that he would still be honorable. Uh, and one might subjectively think that he's fighting dirty, but to his own brain, it's all on the table. And that's within his wheelhouse of tools to use in that moment. Yeah. And you're right. He wouldn't do the zinch thing. There's, there's no stabbing someone in the back. There's no trying to trick you in the middle of the fight. He'd just be going at you, going at you, going at you like a machine. Mm-hmm. And it'd just be your sheer skill and reaction time as to whether you can survive or not. Whereas Zinch would be really sneaky. Yeah, it'd be like with with Zinch, that exact same fight, it'd be like Karn would be fighting you. And then the moment before you die, you wake up and you realize that you're actually killing yourself. And so that's like a Zinch thing to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Slanesh, you'd be fighting if you're a Slanesh. You'd be fighting someone and suddenly you'd get a tickle and you'd be like, oh, what's this tickle? And then they'd stab you while you've got the tickle because, you know, <laughs> sensation and all that. Hey, have you read the Horus Heresy, the recent books, the Solar War? I haven't read the Solar War, no. Right. This no. isn't a spoiler, but there's a bit in it. This isn't a spoiler. It doesn't spoil it for anyone. There's a bit in it which you'll find absolutely fantastic, right? There's these berserkers world eaters mm-hmm. and they charge this guard line right mm-hmm. in the palace obviously it's the solar war mm-hmm. now the guard can't back down because it's the siege of terror they're not going anywhere they have to die for a man and clog up the world eaters guns and their chainsaws and their stuff yeah they have to do everything they can to protect the emperor so it's dan abner in saturnine and he writes how the when the world eaters hit the guard line, they're going at 60 kilometers an hour, and there's just a spray of mist and limbs go off in this direction. It's like a car crash. Imagine hundreds of cars just going into just the speed of their impact and their charge is enough to get them three rows deep. It's incredible. And you're reading that going, whoa, no one's really described that in a book before. And you can visualize it. It's like a wrecking ball into a pile of meat. Glorious corn stuff. You'd love it. I From the moment you said corn berserker, I like the story already. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's I was able to envision all of that, and it was glorious. Uh, Andrew T says, Winters, you're an absolute legend. Thank you. You're a legend, too. We are all legends here, my friend. <laughs> Karkos Leska says, I am a very expressive person, but after watching your video, I noticed that lately... I had gone down the dark path and felt numb half of the day and no longer were even trying to talk to anyone. You changed everything for me. Good. Then talk to someone. You do shut down bit by bit by bit. It creeps up on you. That's the thing about it. It uh, You don't notice what's happening while it's happening. So um, for those that don't know, if you're exposed to... Uh, large amounts of stress again and again and again and again and again, like soldiers on the front line or sports stars or people who just work regular jobs, grinding it out and grinding it out and grinding it out. Your body releases chemicals to keep you going. You get, you know, that anxiety, you know, you get the, um, 
um, you, sometimes you get the adrenaline shakes, Dave, like when you're really working out or you're really the, you get that, you get that. that's the adrenaline dump and all mm. the cortisol going round and round and round and round and round your system. Mm. And over time that starts to affect your, ser- when your body's doing that, it's producing less serotonin and less dopamine and serotonin and dopamine. Those are the happy drugs. Mm. Those are the drugs that people take drugs to get those happy natural <laughs> drugs. It interrupts them over time and over time and over time so you and they're also the drugs that move you forward in the world that motivate you they're your creative systems they're your concentration they're the ones that help you sleep 80 percent of serotonin is um absorbed by the gut one of the first signs of um long-term stress is you start getting a IBS, irritable bowel system, or stomach complaints, or constipation, things like that. That's one of the first things to look for, as well as losing sleep. Um, there's all sorts of physiological responses that your body will have when it's exposed to this after a long period of time. And then all sorts of things can start happening to your brain. Soldiers get PTSD. Um, people, if you're, in, in my case, um, I got eventually got diagnosed with where, when I didn't when I got to a point where I couldn't move forward anymore, and it's all in the video, um, I, I couldn't work, I couldn't do anything. I got diagnosed with clinical depression. And yeah, it's, there's just no serotonin, no dopamine. So that you've got, guys, you've got to look for the signs. This, if you're under that for a long period of time, you will have a physiological response. Um, what am I trying to say? It's physical. Uh, depression, PTSD, these things, people think, oh, mental health, it's all in your mind. No, no, there's real physical changes that your body goes through when you're exposed to these things. It's physical. And so there's a way back. There's something you can do about it. Just because you're feeling that way, it doesn't mean it's it's natural. Now, all this stuff I'm talking about, and I will shut up, sorry. I didn't know about this before. I knew nothing about it. I didn't know what was happening to me at the time. Mm. And it was talking to professionals and talking to GPs and talking to other people out there. I realized, oh, really? Okay. Uh, not only was my condition known, but there was there's medication and there's counseling and there's things that you can do to pull yourself back to mm-hmm. put yourself back together again in different shapes and different patterns, but there's things that you can do. And I'm, I'm very much on the road to recovery now. I do still have very hard moments, but um, leaving the job behind, that was, that was the essential part. That was the big, big, big stressor for me. So m- removing that stressor was what saved me. So Warhammer 40K, the guys out there saved me by subscribing by supporting by literally otherwise i would have i'd have have been stuck i'd have been stuck there and i don't know what would have happened and i think that's why this community is so awesome uh it's no matter what your background is it we all kind of bring all of our stuff to the table and we're equals in the sense that we we're participating this in this hobby and we you know whether you have the surgeon fighting the middle school student they're both equal generals on the tabletop. And that's what I love. Yeah. Yeah. It's so cool. Uh, one, of, one of the things I love about the hobby as well is it's so inclusive. It doesn't matter who you are, where you come from, your age, like whatever it is. It, what it comes down to is what army do you play? Yeah. That's really the most important question, right? Yeah. Yeah. 
what army do you play and have you collected that recently and have you read this book and in your case obviously it's not only what army do you play but do you play tau as well but um <laughs> that's all it really comes down to it's this community honestly um the amount of support i've had and the you you compared to other communities i don't want to say we're better than them but we are <laughs> compared to certain <laughs> communities where there's a lot of toxicity that you sometimes read about or hear about. Yeah. Um, this community, for some reason, I think it's because it in, attracts a lot of creative people, yep. which means m- a lot of creative people on the whole tend to be more open. More than empathetic. Less. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Yeah, because yeah. you you need to be you need to empathize with what it's like to be the dwarf fighting the orc to get to the treasure. You need to empathize with that. You need to visualize that to role play that to be part of this community. And if you're not, then you're racing cars or playing football or flying kites or whatever. The more expensive hobbies out there, because this one's cheap compared to all of them. Dave, talk, say something. I'll keep going. I. I like what you're saying. That's that's the thing. Uh, just as a reminder, though, for people who have jumped on since we mentioned it last, any super chat comments that come in, that all goes to Winters for this episode. And uh, by all means, leave a comment for Winters. And for those who are asking about the Warlord Titan raffle, that is for Nova Open. There is a link for that in this post. So wherever you're watching this, whether it's on YouTube or Twitch or uh, Facebook, uh, you can click on that link and that'll bring you to the, uh, here it is, that'll bring you to the raffle for this Warlord Titan. It's already painted. And so in all the, uh, the raffle tickets are $9. And if you don't win the Warlord Titan, you are still contributing and donating to charity. And it explains exactly what it is. So it's Doctors Without Border is what you're paying for. And so that's what they're doing right now. And great people over at Nova Open. Uh, they do a lot. Talking about people who do a lot for the community, they've contributed so much to various charitable organizations over the years since they've started their their foundation. Uh, and so that link is included in the post right here. And I'll also... I'll post it again just so you guys have it. So it's right here. Uh, have you got a Warlord Titan, Dave? I do have a Warlord. It's sitting right beside me, in fact. Why haven't I seen your Warlord Titan? I, I've i never... No, that's not true. I did one Apocalypse Battle Report that was in the Mini Wargaming Vault. Right. Mm-hmm. I can't... How long ago was that? That was... Brian F. Nord, vibe surrounded with little purple stars. That's a super chat. I'm just reading that to you. Uh, that was in the summer last year. It's like a year ago. It's about a year ago. Oh, I must have missed that one. Why did I miss that one? Okay, fine. Yeah. So, I'll go dig back and find it. Here, I'm going to, because you have a different camera here. So there it is. Oh, how did I miss that? What was happening in summer? I must have been on holiday or something. That's glorious. Absolutely glorious. Yes. Uh, I you en- painted up that bad boy. That's uh, Jordan. His name is Jordan Powell. He has a painting commission business. He's in Buffalo, just across the border from me. And uh, yeah, it's, it sits here as a reminder that things that are big can sometimes become smaller than you. 
I just made that up. No, that's I. It's really just a really awesome model. It's the centerpiece of, uh, with the exception of Defi, like it's the best model that I have. So I just keep it on the table. Yeah, obviously Defi comes first. Yes. Things that are big can sometimes. I suppose if you had a pizza that was the size of an elephant, and you ate it, it could become smaller than you. This is true. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. So are there questions specifically for Winters here? Uh, leave your questions for Winters. Any super chat, any uh, super chat donations on this stream go directly to Winters as a way of saying thank you to Winters for all that you've done for the community, your battle reports and your videos, and also your video where you were opening up to the community and sharing your, uh, your fights and your challenges with depression. And I think that has, you know, honestly, like there's a ripple to that. There's a ripple effect that that, I mean, it's up there. The video is up there and it's going to help people for years, not just when it came out. There's, there's people who find that video every day and that, that, that helps them in the community. And it, it's, as you said before, talk about it, talk to someone. Yeah. I think that's, that's very, very important. Yeah. Well, there's. Yeah, there's lots of things you can do, but stepping forward and talking to someone about it is the first step. Yeah. I have a problem. I, or not, it might not be a problem, or I think that I'm a bit too stressed about this, or I'm having issues with that. Coming forward and, and sharing with someone, particularly, yeah, you'll know if, yeah, yeah, it's... There's lots of things you can do. There's a lot of professionals out there, but that's my one piece. I wish, see, this is the thing. I am in a very, I'm very, very lucky to be able to now make 40K content for a living, to play a game. Play a game. For a living. For a game, Because yeah. people support me. Just, you know, we're, we're very lucky. You're very lucky, Dave. You've been doing it for a long time. You've got the lovely bunker. Look at all the work you did. All the rooms. There's a room with your name on it. I'm coming, Dave. As soon as the lockdown and Nurgle <laughs> stops stroking the planet, I'll come there and I'll start stroking that lovely beard of yours. Anyway, so... <laughs> <laughs> this has become There's, a I'm, Slanesh conversation. Yeah, I'm so lucky, privileged to be doing, playing toys for a living. But the thing is, I... It's it's been such a, the last year was such a struggle by the time I got here, the man I was, wasn't the same person who took the journey. I was a long way from healthy, a long way from healthy. So it's rebuilding that and actually finding enjoyment out of the little things has been really it's been very, very hard. Um, fortunately for me, making content, talking to people in the, people in the community, um, is this has always been my uh, island. This has always been the place that I go to where it's warm and sunny. And this has always been, it's. It's your, the, yeah. No, I, I get that. If you don't talk to someone, if you don't treat it seriously, then it can impact all of your life. 
if you're not careful. So you've got to do something about it before it gets to that point. And knowing what I know now, I wish I'd have done something about it a couple of years ago. Um, we don't talk about this enough. We don't talk about, we think depression or stress or anxiety is just, oh, they should just man up and get on with it. People think that, but no, no, no. There's physical changes that happen to you. So I don't want to keep going around and around and around in circles, but it's just, it's important to, uh, uh, if you, you, it will, it doesn't just change your life. It changes you. So it's important to do something about it before not only it changes your life, it changes you too. And you can't even enjoy the little things like sitting on a beach with an ice cream. It's, it's, yeah. No, that actually... I don't, I, I'm worried about being the depression guy. Like next year, I'll do a video, seven years of winter's SEO, right? I'm feeling a bit better now. This is my journey. This is how I've got to. And I've got to do that video, right? I've got to mm. tell people in a year's time where I am. Yeah. And it'll be another one about my story. And it'll be, oh, yeah, that's winter's SEO. He's the depression guy from the 40K community. I don't want to be him. I want to be... I want to be the I want to be the guy that um, um, beats the crap out of your corn berserkers <laughs> with my thirteenth in a mini wargaming campaign. I want to be that guy. <laughs> you you hmm you put me in a tight spot saying that you know uh, what yes well, you can, you, what? you will definitely be the guy that battles the berserkers. I can say that. Imperium versus chaos. It's a classic. You know no. when you were t when you were saying this what you were just saying, it actually reminded me of, it's a good concept, the concept of uh, it affecting everything else and being open and honest and it affecting you every, like your physical aspect of your being. Uh, and as it relates to the YouTube channel, and this is, it's kind of, it's related yet unrelated. So this is what I'm thinking. I'm trying to articulate my thoughts here. So when we first started making battle reports, I edited the videos and I edited out all of the errors. Literally every time we would say, uh, um, like stuff like that, that type of error. And also nuanced errors that don't even matter. It's just all mm. that stuff, right? So every single time. So it would take like 40 hours to edit a bat rep. Uh, and ever since we started doing in-camera editing where we grab a clip, start and stop recording. And there are errors that we keep in, whether they be verbal errors or even gameplay errors, both. Uh, it's been, I think it has made us, and to your credit, your video has made you, it's made us all more empathizable. People can empathize with us because we're more transparent. We're more honest. And so as much as you say you don't want to be the depression guy, I don't think that's what it is. I think it's just, hey, he's he's going through stuff just like me. I like watching him. Yeah. 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 And so it's like, oh, they make mistakes playing the game just like me. And so it's it's about that transparency and openness. Um, yeah. And, and I, no, I, think you're I like right. that. Yeah, it's because, I mean, you're just guys who, I asked you this off stream beforehand, you're just, you, you, from your point of view, you're just guys who make video content and play 40K, right? Yeah. And that's 
who I am as well. We're just we're as much a part of the community as the community itself. Mm-hmm. And we just have to make a chunk of the videos that go into the community, but we make mistakes too, and <laughs> yeah, we're idiots too. And you want to destroy Tau, and I don't like Eldar very much. I've got a problem with Eldar. We've, we've all got that honesty, that openness. It's social media is definitely. I think at the start when social media first came out, it was a lot. It was either loads of cat videos mm-hmm. or it was polished professionals. Mm-hmm. Now streaming is becoming more and more and more of a thing. There's the middle ground, which is it's it's about you get to see Dave and hear Dave and see the little grey on his chinny chin chin and. You know, it's it's more, per- yeah, you get to enjoy being in the company of someone that you want to sit down and have a cup of tea with and share the company with. It's So you've got to be open. You've got to be honest. You've got to be, yeah. yeah. I mean, imagine all the content that you put up, right? Mm-hmm. You put up a lot of content. If you put on a show and you were pretending to be someone else, you couldn't keep that up for thousands and thousands and thousands of hours. At some point, the cracks will show and people will see the real Dave. So the easiest thing to do is be, be the real Dave straight yep. away. <laughs> That's right. Warts and all. I'm sure you don't have any warts though, Dave. Sorry. Not anymore. Uh, no. No, that, that was uh, that was taken care of. So. Yeah. But no, I, I, I agree though. What you're saying is... Uh, is definitely i believe the way to go and especially yeah. being yourself on you know what that's that's actually a very good point and ironically the very first video very first one that i posted for the channel it was a contest it's 500 contest win a gift certificate to the mini war gaming store 500 uh and it was what did people have to do they had to like respond with a video because that's when you can respond with a video back then on youtube and so video contest i put glasses on and I put a shirt on that wasn't mine. It was Matt's. And I <laughs> pretended to be a guy who was smarter than I was. Uh, like a nerd. I pretended to be uh, not me. It was somebody yeah. else. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to be a, oh, what are what are gamers like? Oh, okay. A lot of them have glasses. Okay, I'll put on some glasses. So I just tried to be that, yeah. right? Ne- I didn't. That was the very first one, and I just didn't anymore. And I'm like, nope, yeah. that's, I'll just be myself. And everything that, because we were talking a little bit about this before we started streaming. There's like a, a an augmented version of ourselves that we are sometimes in videos and that we, we play it up. And I think that's honestly just an exaggeration of what is already there. Like when we get excited about something, we're truly excited about it. And when we're angry about something, we might not necessarily be angry, angry about something, but we're irked enough to make it entertainingly angry about something because it's for the purposes of making the video. And so everything yeah. that we feel is, is honest. It just may be pushed more because it's all right. Well, you know, if there's a crowd of a hundred people watching, you want to kind of play it up a bit, you know, ham it up. Yeah. Well, it's still authentic though, isn't it? You just turn in the dial up. You so dial it up. Yeah. You just turn up the volume on it. You just turn up the volume on it. If a stupid idea comes into your head that you're never going to tell your wife because she'd say just that's stupid. But gamers might think, eh. <laughs> that's <laughs> Get right. Get the stupid idea out there. M- um, MS yeah. Wubwub says this for you. Uh, okay, they say, Dave got me into chaos all the way back in fifth edition. Winters, what is the coolest aspect about Primaris to lure me to the loyalist side? What chapters? Uh, 
What's the coolest aspect about Primaris to the loyalist side? Okay, so if you're a tournament player or competitive player, if you're thinking about doing it competitively, then with the Space Marine Codex and all the other supplemental books, you can build very, very competitive lists this day. You Now, you can paint your army green, black, yellow, pink, whatever color. And when you go to a competitive scene at your local club or a tournament, you can say that they're a Blood Angel successor or a Space War successor or a Salamander successor and plug in the elements and the strats and the relics that you want to on top of the Space Marine Codex. That's one thing you can do if you're competitively driven. If you're hobby driven then and story driven, well, Space Marines and 40K stories, there's thousands of them out there. Read the Horus Heresy. You'll find an army that you like, believe mm. me. And if you're hobby-driven, then the Space Marine book has the largest spread of units for any single faction. Mm-hmm. Um, so you, the most toys are there, the most about stories are there, and it's the easiest way to build competitive lists. So there's three reasons. Those are very, think of three more. Those are very good reasons. Yeah. But I have to say, though, when it comes to 40K, you've got to go with your gut. You've got to go with what you love, right, Dave? I agree. You're gonna have, how long have you had Deffy? 10 years? 13. 10 years? 13 years. 13 years. The yeah. 13. You had Deffy for 13 <laughs> years. You, you love him like he was hatched out of his egg yesterday. That's right. You've got to love that aesthetic. If you're collecting an army, the biggest advice that I can give to anyone out there is to go with your gut. If you If you like the look of those models and that thing, whatever they are, get it because you're going to have them in 13 years time and they'll be staring at you in 13 years time true yeah so if you don't like the look the aesthetic of the imperial stuff don't 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 go that way <laughs> I, I agree uh bc says this by, by the way uh, thank you very much to all who have contributed to the super chat uh as it all is going to winters for this episode so thank you very much for that uh okay so bc says you got anything on your schedule, including Guy at Midwinter's Minis in the future? If so, when are Winter's coming? That's a good point. Um, well, COVID is a thing. Nurgle is a thing. Um, me and Guy from Midwinter, we have, we have chatted, actually. And he's up for it. He's really up for a game. And I'm up for a game. I'd love to play him. I know he's been on the Shrine of Chaos. Mm-hmm. Guy has been on here with you. So we need to make that happen. But COVID is a thing. Nurgle is a thing. Disgusting Nurgle. So that's all I can say. It's going to happen at some point, but who knows when. We both want it to happen. We'll make it happen. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, he's, uh, he invited me to participate in the uh, starter set battle reports, like the combat patrol yeah. ones. So that, had that. that was a lot of fun. I very much enjoyed doing that. And so uh, I don't know if that's a thing that you're going to, I don't know if, if it is and I can't say anything or you can't say anything. I'm guessing. I don't know. I don't know if uh, there's. We haven't set anything up. Honestly, we haven't set anything up. How did you do that? Did you, you, because so, he was here and you were. Yeah. So in fact, you know what? It, it was very easy because I recorded my audio and I just sent it to him uh, via WeTransfer. And so I watched him. He like, he just like streamed just me 
the table and the game and, and Penny moved my minis for me. Right. Yeah. Uh, and and it was, that was it. it was, that was it. Yeah. So you could, you could do it. Uh, mm. Yeah. Cause. And I guess it didn't take too much time either because it was two small armies. Yeah. Then, not too much. Three hours ish. Something yeah. like, yeah. Something like How long that. does it take you guys to film a bat report, a full bat report? Like a typical 2000 point bat rep? Yeah. That's anywhere between four to six hours somewhere in there yeah same yeah. for me yeah 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 so yeah and it takes a lot well also setting up the table deciding the army writing the lists mm -hmm. that's the filming part but the the whole it's a whole day so it's the same it, it hasn't got any quicker for you guys over time then with the experience no because they constantly change stuff so we, we're constantly learning yeah. more uh now we do get two incursion size games done in a day yeah yeah, which would, I mean, stand to reason that that would make sense just because it's half the size. Yeah. Um, and they're getting good views as well, those incursion games. That's, it's good to see. Yeah, yeah, because people, I mean, it's, some people play at that level, right? They That's what they like to yeah. do, play a thousand points. And so it caters to another large portion of the community, uh, just as much as the 2000 point games do. Yeah. And just as much as the combat patrol size games, because people yeah. are, are digging those too, right? Like, a good example of that is guy from Midwinter Minis. That's his thing that he's doing right now, and they're getting a lot of views, and people are loving it. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It's good. There's a good entrance into the hobby, isn't it? Combat Patrol Incursion. That's where people will start. Hashtag only a kill team. I'll just get a kill team. It won't become an army, and then before you know it, <laughs> Drazul says this as somebody who had to eject himself from life draining job. I hope this little bit can help. Winters was like 75% the reason why I got back into 40K. 75%. You're the other 20. Thank you. Sorry to your wallet. I very much apologize. This was, by the way, this is not Winters' idea. Uh, it just popped in my brain and I thought, let's do it. Let's see what happens. Because Gifts of Chaos are a thing and they just uh, make people's lives better. That's, that's my opinion. Uh, David Hall says this to you. Can you guys plan a four-way chaos battle, all gods represented, with Winters representing Nurgle, with the end of all things? Yeah, so I've got a Nurgle Death Guard mm. army called the end of all things. Awesome. We did a four-way with, say, High Paul, the Claw, and Chewie. It was, I had them, Black Legion, Alpha Legion, I think it was Emperor's Children, but it'd be good to do one with all four chaos factions. I know you at Mini Wargaming, you've done a couple of them. Mm-hmm. Didn't you do a Champion of Chaos four-way as well? Yeah, Path of Glory, Trial of Champions. That's right. That's the one with all four. Yeah, yeah. Who, yeah. Not, who, can you won that one again? That was a good couple of years. Who did win years that? Hmm. So uh, I'll, I'll tell you after the stream who won that, uh, okay. in case people want to watch it and watch the entirety of the campaign. But uh, the, no, that was a good one. I would say the rightful winner won that one. Yeah. The rightful winner. The rightful winner. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah. Not the wrongful. No, definitely not the wrongful. No. No, the rightful. The champion of chaos. So, yeah, four-way chaos fight is a good idea. I like it. I like it. Again, Nurgle is a thing. Have you got support bubbles in Canada? Do you know what COVID support bubbles are? Uh, it's possible they exist, but are called something different. What's a support bubble? Well, over here, if there's someone who lives on their own, like grandma or whoever... Uh. They could go mad on their own, right? Because they don't get any social interaction. Right. So you're allowed to form a support bubble here so long as 
there's one person living on their own and they don't support any bubbles with anyone else. Right. You can go over to their house or they can come to your house. Right. I believe that is a thing here. I believe. I don't want to say like, yes, we have it and we don't, but I believe that's a thing because it sounds familiar. So I've got a couple going, which is interesting. Consultant is a regular on DZTV and he's chosen not to. His brother lives alone as well. And he said, screw you to his brother. I'm not going to form a support bubble with you. You don't play 40K. (laughs) So I've got a couple but I can't, we still can't get four in a room yet. So, uh, so many good ideas. There was uh, a two campaigns that I was supposed to do this summer, and they both got kicked out the window because of um, COVID. Mm. We did an open day last year. We were going to do one today. You guys should do an open day because you could do it at the bunker. And we had an open day again at Element Games where everyone came around, and it wasn't about gaming. It was just like Q&A and hobby chats and giveaways and things mm. like that i see and um cool yeah we 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 did that up at the again at our sponsor element games and you guys could you could you've got your hall you could fit a lot of people in that hall yeah right now it's well capacity is uh substantial for the size that it is but right now we're just putting 16 people that's the capacity for yeah. the room right now so it's um, Mind you, I suppose everyone who plays 40k in Welland has probably been to Mini Wargaming by now, right? Surely. I I'd imagine most. I'm not sure if all. Um, but yeah, there's a good number. I mean, grand opening was a fun day. There was about 500 yeah. people here. Yeah. Yeah, so that was fun. Saw that. Is there a is there a hobby store, uh, sorry, a, a local gaming club in Welland? Or are you guys it? Max Aggression is literally right here. They're the store attached to us, so uh that's the closest one no but i meant like a yeah the store i know is attached to you but no like a a gaming group like a place where people go to like a uh you know like a hobby club like a not that i know is there a local gaming scene in your town there is a local gaming scene yes yeah uh the only one that i'm aware of is is here if that's what you're asking well, like I'm in Swindon in the UK, and there's two local gaming clubs in Swindon okay. where you can go and play 40k. Right. So I was wondering if there was anything like that in in Welland. You, but maybe there isn't. I don't know how big is it. How big is Welland? Welland is fifty thousand people. Okay, so it's quite. It's not big. I don't. Is that big? Is that small? For how big is that for Canada? That sounds small. <sighs> That's not. Uh, it's a it's a town. Well, yeah. no, no, that, that's not true. It, it's classified as a city of Welland, but it's not a very big city. It, uh, yeah, it's probably not big enough to house its own club. So it's you. You guys are it. Brilliant. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, so Swindon's got 250,000 people, which is big enough for two clubs, one games workshop. Yeah, yeah that's significant. Um, but never come here. Don't, don't come here. Um, okay. Um, all right. So hold on. So bugs says this to you, uh, winters, you will, Oh, darn it. The comment went away and I can't go back. (laughs) Oh, cause like it's too many comments come in. Then it, they get pushed up. Oh, uh, but basically the gist of it was you're, he, you will never be known as the depression guy to him. That's what he was saying. Okay, thank you. Yes. Um, 
Okay, so Tom York says, hey, Winters, love your stuff. Man, do you think Creed for the Imperial Guard will come back? Kel went out like a boss. Any thoughts? All the best from Yorkshire from a two-decade Imperial Guard player. Is that Tom York? That's Tom York. The lead singer of Radiohead. That's what I thought, too. That would be incredible. Yeah. How do you Hi, sp- Tom. Love OK Computer. Fantastic album. Do I think Krieg would come back? I, I don't think he should. I don't think he should. One of the things 40K hasn't really done very much is actually kill characters. And um, occasionally killing the odd character here or there isn't bad for a narrative, isn't bad for a revolving narrative. So he could come back to answer your question, but doesn't it cheapen characters when they die and then they get better? Hmm. I mean, Garvey or Loken, I absolutely love Garvey or Loken. Actually, this is a bit of a spoiler, so I'm not going to say any more. Mm. So <laughs> to anyone who hasn't read the Hor- Horus Heresy. But yeah, I mean, superhero characters do it all the time, don't they? They die, but they get better again. What do you think, Dave? Do you think, that... should they kill stuff? Should they bring it back? What? Bring it back, yes. Or... I believe in bringing it back. Uh, and I do believe in killing as well. <laughs> 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 okay, uh, here, let me clarify that. Which one, Dave? Which uh, one? Which one more? Let me see. Mm. Kill them all. No. Uh, so, yeah, I I'm believe. In... Rarely, rarely kill. Rare, Not yes. A lot. Rarely. A bit kill. of rare killing. All the Tau characters can die, and then everyone else, uh, rare. Uh, so no, Angron. Uh, yeah, he should come back. And uh, even if there are different forms of coming back, you know. Uh, maybe not like a resurrection per se, but perhaps in another forum form uh, as a exalted being of mass destruction. I'm just thinking of Angron. I just want him. Well, Angron can come back. He's not dead, is he? No, I mean like, okay. Yeah, because he's, he's not Angron anymore. He's a demon prince, right? So like, I guess what I'm saying is I want there to be a 40K Angron model. So for me, coming back means on the tabletop, not just lore. So, uh, but he was never there to begin with. So he can't come back if he was never there. So he, uh, He's not going to come back as Angron, but he's definitely coming back at some point. Um, they sold loads of Magnus. They sold loads yeah. of Mortarion. He's going to come back at some point. It's just a matter of when. Yeah, I just, I want to play with him on the tabletop and be happy. And Angron has died before. Has he died before? Well, it doesn't matter. He's a demon Primarch. He's eternal now. I mean, the last time I met him was in a book by on the Grey Knights. I think it's called The Emperor's Spears. No, what's it called? And Aaron, Aaron Dembski-Bowden wrote a Grey Knight book. Mm-hmm. And the demon Primarch Angron, and that is contemporary. That is in now. And the demon Primarch Angron is in it. And he smushes up like 50, 100 Grey Knights, a whole company of Grey Knights, like one survives. It's epic. It's just, yes. You, you know what I wish? This is what I wish that, that they did. Uh, and it might be a little different now just because of the state of things in world and entertainment. But uh, if they made a franchise series of movies that was 40K, that'd be pretty epic. But a close second to that is the TV show, which uh, when is that coming up? I don't know. Eisenhorn. Right. I don't know when that's coming out. See, that's, I... That... Yeah. That, that, see, mm. I, I like the idea of a TV show. I don't know if I would have necessarily picked that 
as my TV show of choice to watch. If it was, uh, but depends on really what the premise is, right? Like if they're fighting chaos and chaos is in it a lot, then I would love to watch it. So it depends who the enemy is. Show with a really good enemy, villain, that really makes the show, I think. So mm. knowing nothing about what they're doing with it, I hope it goes in that direction. I think for a TV show, they, they had if it was just war and space marines and Imperial Guard, then the budget restrictions for that probably would have been incredible. The budget restrictions for Eisenhorn, which is essentially a 40K policeman detective, you can... You you can imagine that's easier to sell. <laughs> I suppose that's true. Instead of maybe it would a superhero be. franchise, because that's probably the movies would probably that's true though. That'd be imagine, super. It'd be super know, epic, right? Like that would be just ah oh, so awesome. Can you imagine like the story of the Emperor and the Primarchs at, at, over the course of like nine movies? Like how awesome would that be? That'd be so cool. It would actually, yeah, if they were like Marvel, but 40K, you mean like the Marvel Cinematic Universe? Yeah. Like that of all, yeah. And every movie, like every new movie that comes out, they introduce a new Primark and uh, they have their own standalone movie, right? And then. What if they DC'd it though? What if it went the way of Batman and Superman? And what if they messed it up? Then that would be very unfortunate. then they would uh, just re-edit it a bit and then re-release it Mm. yeah yeah I would be they are selling the IP to I mean Marvel are now doing the comic the Marvel Marnius Calgar comic right that's true and they're leasing them out all over the place so maybe there'll be a movie if the Eisenhorn TV series is big then there'll be movies there's got to be movies surely there's got to be movies I want to see a movie yes I agree. I, I want to see movies too. You did see the CGI, Astarte CGI, right? I did indeed. Yes. Oh. Fantastic. If, yeah. You know, if, in fact, if the movie was that, I would be over the moon happy. If it was yeah. that quality, that caliber of storytelling. Yeah. Because it's fantastic, uh, practical CG that makes yeah. sense, that is very polished. And the no dialogue storytelling is the thing I believe is actually the thing that makes that the best. Um, yeah. Yeah. That is, out of all the things that make it awesome, that is at the top of the list. Yeah. How he can tell a story with no dialogue. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it's incredible. And it's, it's accurate as well. It feels accurate. They move. It's, it's good. It's good. Yeah. If anyone hasn't seen it, Google Astartes or put Astartes into YouTube. You'll see mm-hmm. it. It's got millions of views. Everyone must have seen it. But if you haven't, Astartes, watch it. It's epic. Absolutely yeah. epic. Yeah. He had his YouTube channel stolen, did you know? Is it what now? Didn't you hear about that? I heard that. Uh, I mean, I've seen other people uploading. Yeah. He had it stolen and then he reported it to YouTube. And then YouTube wouldn't shut it down for a bit because whoever stole it was, you know, raking all the ad revenue. Right. And then messing around with stuff. And then eventually, with the help of some larger influencers, um, he, they were able to shut it down and get him his YouTube channel back. 
But yeah, somehow someone hacked it and took his channel off of him after all that work. Wow. How many hundreds of hours? Probably not even a 40K player. It's probably someone in a bunker somewhere. Not your bunker. Someone, <laughs> you know, who's, who's, who's hacking as many channels as they can to get as much revenue as they can because it had millions of views. But yeah, the amount of work, the amount of effort for someone to take that from you. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. I didn't know yeah. I didn't know about those details. So I think that it's a it's a good time here to change gears a little bit and yep. do the chaos comment bomb. So Excellent. Okay. I'm excited about this one. This is this is a fun one. Uh before we do that though, Bug says you guys check out Hell's Reek. I Reach. Hell's Reach. Also GW is working on an animation yes. studio with a new movie Angels of Death coming out. That looks amazing. Yes, that is true actually. Yeah, yeah I remember that now. Okay. And the guy who does the Hell's Reach animation Games Workshop hired him. So he works for them now. How oh, cool is that? Fantastic. I love it. Yeah, all good stuff. Yeah. Continue down that path GW, please. All right. So, Chaos Comment Bomb. For those of us who don't know what it is and or who have never participated in it before, uh, this is what it is. I'm going to give you guys a link to a YouTube video. I'll include it right now in the chat. And what you do is you leave a comment. And the comment could be something like uh, Dave and Winters SEO. Say hi from the Shrine of Chaos. You could say that. Or you could say uh, uh, your friend Winters is uh, wanting a rematch before the the campaign that you've had whatever it is as long as he knows he's been chaos comment bombed that is the most important thing just leave a comment on the video so we can look at it watch it read it uh this is his latest video this is say hi paul it's the name of this youtube channel uh and welcome to the channel i am i'm just opening it up right now yeah say hi paul is someone who's been on my channel quite a lot and he's probably the reason why my channel is successful because his the videos with me and him are double, treble the amount of views as any other videos. He's extremely, extremely popular. And then after many, many years, while he was on lockdown in the UK, he couldn't go out, couldn't do anything, Was needed his 40K hobby fix. So he launched his own YouTube channel. And this is it. And uh, this, you'll like this, uh, Dave. Say hi, Paul has got every chaos faction represented on the channel. Uh, not on the channel, but on his. You should see his. His. his he's got twenty-six different armies. Nice. He's got all nine chaos armies painted. Awesome. Yes, that's. He loves his chaos. Well, I must meet this man. <laughs> he loves his chaos. You. You would like. His, his collection, yeah. That's cool. I love it. And you know what? It's funny because when you first said, uh, say hi, Paul, I'm like, are you calling me Paul? Uh, <laughs> is that... I wasn't sure what it was, right? So, but yeah. say hi, Paul. Okay. I'm going to like this video. Evil Sons Orcs versus Craft World Ulthway. Ulthway? How do you say that? Ulthway? Ulthway? I don't, I don't know. It's Eldar. I don't, I don't speak Eldar. All right. You hate Eldar. It is my tau dave the eldar is my tau and uh, your tau then i shan't uh, encourage you to speak the language then no no so they're th so pretentious so they think 
they think they're so important, don't they? They're, they think they're so important. That's true. They do think that. And it's uh, But their not empire good. is behind them. Their empire is in ruins. Everything they have, they lost. And they lost it to chaos. And they did it to themselves. Classic Course says, I think Ulthwe is pronounced, kill them with fire. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so just as a final final note here everyone uh we've included the link to the warlord titan raffle it's in this post right now that you're looking at this whether you're watching on youtube or twitch or facebook it's the first link to the nova open raffle for the titan which is right here uh the proceeds go that's right that's where all the raffle ticket proceeds go towards and there will be someone who is uh, drawn to win this so uh for a good cause, even if you don't win this Titan, you are still contributing to very worthy cause. So we encourage you guys to do that. And uh, if you don't see where that link is, I'll just put it there right now. Right now, I'm just going to spam this link here. It's a block of links. It's unquestionable what it is or where it is or where it goes to. <laughs> so, uh, all right, Winters, any final thoughts? Um, no. Want a cup of tea? Do you drink tea? <laughs> I I don't drink tea. I, Why don't you drink tea? Because, What's wrong with you, man? Because I don't live in England. Have you never had a proper cup of tea? Milk, two sugars. Uh, I've had her, I've had herbal tea before. You haven't had a proper cup of herbal tea. Isn't tea? <laughs> I don't know. I just uh, my family did not drink tea growing up, so I just uh, right. That does it. I'm coming all the way out there and making you a tea. It, this cannot stand. Apparently, Classic Horse says coffee is just tea with Mark of Dave. <laughs> nice. So thank-, no, thank you so much for inviting me on. Love you guys. Love you, Dave. Awesome stuff. A pl- you are awesome. A pleasure. A pleasure, Winters. And for those of you who want to check out Winters SEO, we have included links in this post to his YouTube channel, his Patreon, and his deployment zone. And that is the best way to support you, is deployment yes. zone. Awesome. Thank you very much, guys. Stay tuned next week, 1 p.m. Eastern time for the Shrine of Chaos. And happy wargaming. Happy wargaming.